Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Hi, hi. Welcome back. A couple extra game balls that we uh, missed on from the last hour. Wes, fire away. Tennessee Tell them what's State Raddies, man. Game ball, big time game ball. They go and win the uh, GAC conference tournament. Over Where's, the weekend. Where's the D2 National? It's in uh, Missouri. The, well, the, the regional, central regional tournament's in Missouri, so that's where they're going. Quiche. I had uh, some quiche during the break. Oh, smells like uh, SpaghettiOs. Hmm. That's a very unique smell. Hmm. I don't know how, even know how I know that, but that smells like SpaghettiOs. Uh-oh. SpaghettiOs. <laughs> okay, yeah, game ball to them. Uh, game ball to Hayden Koval from Central Arkansas, named to the all-defensive team for the Southland Conference. I was a little disappointed. Uh, Ryland Bergerson, their leading scorer, was named third team. I thought he might have earned second or first, but Bears didn't win enough, so that's part of the deal. Kevon Harris was named player of the year in that league. Also, From SFA. He, yeah, what else, right? Yeah. He's really good. He's going to be a good pro. He was a key cog in their win over Duke. He's an NBA player? Um, He'll be marginal, I would think, as an NBA guy, but he's a, he's a G League guy for sure. And then we'll see what happens. Maybe an overseas dude, but um, – one last thing here, and then we're going to go to Bubba. I got a jock strap here to uh, the people who have been doing it the wrong way. And it sucks because I, I kind of look at this um, like fraternities to some degree, you know, the horse racing industry a little bit, in that I think most people do it the right way, but those who don't give the entire organ, the whole sort of uh, the whole thing a bad name. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you hear about a hazing thing. It's like, oh, those damn fraternities, man, they're bad news. It's like, no, they're not. They're really not. Um, horse racing, when you see stuff like this, like, ah, oh, it's dirty industry. It's bad industry. It's not. People who don't do it right. It's disappointing, though, when I see a name like Jason Service. 27 people have been indicted as part of a federal investigation. Jason Service, who is the brother of John Service, you may remember, who was the trainer for uh, Smarty Jones, Wes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he actually had a horse in the, in the honeybee this weekend as well. But uh, he's one of the people named in this, and it's everything from, I guess, widespread international scheme to drug horses to race faster. So, yeah, I mean, you all want to get an edge, but you got to do it the right way. I mean, they look, it's, this is not brain surgery. I mean, there are guys who do it the right way, and you, you don't see guys like Baffert. And, and again, there's, there's people who do it the right way and people don't. And if you don't do it the right way, you're going to get busted. I don't know how people think they're going to get away with it. It's so stupid. Anyway, so it's a black eye for the sport. It sucks, and we'll try to learn more about this over the next couple of days, but I just uh, saw this released on ESPN. But, man, it just sucks. hate it. These guys don't think about the larger implications there of what it does to the industry. Okay, let's uh, talk about something fun like Razorback baseball. What do you say? Okay. It's time for The Zone to be joined by former Razorback baseball player and current Diamond Hog color commentator, Bubba Carpenter. Bubba Carpenter is brought to you by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Visit them on the web at johnstonshomecenter.com. Johnston's Home Center in Benton. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Now, let's play ball with Bubba Carpenter. It's probably true. And, boy, you can tell. Shotgun, our voice guy, loves saying Bubba. I'm going to guess he does voice work for people all over the country. I'm going to guess he doesn't do a lot of opens for guys named Bubba. It's really awesome. Uh, Bubba, welcome back. How are you? What's up, fellas? Hey, that's a pretty good intro. It, it is. pumps me up a little bit. Yeah. Our uh, producer, Christian, is very talented. Very talented. We're so happy to have him, and he did a great job on that one. So, uh, it's really all his work. I mean, Shotgun's voice is nice, but, you know, without great writing, you got nothing. 
You need a really great script, Bubba. Had a pretty good script this weekend. A... Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, did y'all give out any game balls to the Razorbacks? No, I, we I, give them I one. I the game ball jockstrap. Should have given one to Kerstad for sure for the walk-off yesterday. I mean, that is that is a magical thing. Every kid dreams of hitting the game-winning shot at the buzzer. Every kid thinks about a walk-off, scoring the winning touchdown as time expires. I mean, that's that's the thing that dreams are made of, man. That's pretty magical. Oh, I hear you. you. know what? From the time you start playing wiffle ball in the backyard all the way up through, you know, you always play it out in your mind, you know, bottom of the ninth, two outs, one run down. You know, it was funny. Heston came up to the booth, uh, player of the game yesterday, and, you know, I asked him, I said, have you ever hit a walk-off before? And he's like, no. He said, but I've always I've always dreamed about it and, and, and replayed it over and over in my backyard and everywhere. He says, the first one that I've hit, first walk-off home run. So, hmm. I mean, it was awesome. It was just a great way to finish up a, a weekend for the Hogs. Have you ever hit one? No. You know what? I hit one in the, against the Mets in the 11th inning at Shea Stadium. I hit one, but it was the top of the inning. So, I guess it's not a walk-off. It was a two-run homer to put us ahead. and so, But it wasn't in the bottom half. But I've had a walk-off hits before, but I don't think I ever had a walk-off bomb. You know, you, that would be awesome. They say you, you, you don't hit a home run when you're trying to hit a home run most of the time. It, home runs happen when you're just trying to hit the ball hard. Was Heston trying to hit a walk-up? Did he indicate to you guys after the game what he was trying to do there? No, he, he wasn't. And, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I wasn't trying to. I was just trying to put a good swing on it. B.S. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of times you go up to the plate with the wind blowing out in certain situations, you're trying to hit one off the scoreboard. You know, and I, I joke with my hitters that I hit with all the time, my, my high school kids, I'm like, look, I don't want you trying to hit home runs. I want you to try to hit line drives that go over the fence. Yeah, that means you're just trying to hit the ball hard. But, I, you know, right there, Hesse was just trying to have a good at bat. I think once he got the two strikes, he was protecting against that changeup. The guy had a really good changeup. But, you know, he made a mistake. He tried to sneak a fastball by Heston. And, you know, I said it a few pitches before. I said, that guy better watch out. He missed inside on that pitch. And sure enough, he, he missed with a changeup and then came right back in, and, and Heston crushed that ball. I think it was like 104 off the bat, but the wind was howling in from right field. And, I mean, it, you got to hit a ball hard to get it through that wind. So it was, it was a great at bat by Heston. But, you know, more importantly was Christian Franklin getting on before him, just so unselfish at the plate. Christian was just trying to get a base hit to get on for Heston. He wasn't trying to do anything special. Uh, stayed within himself, got a pitch, and just hit it out into left field. And so you got to tip your hat to him just for giving Heston a chance to, to, to have that plate appearance. I'd have to give a, a game ball also to Trest and, and Vermillion. How about those two guys coming out of the bullpen, pitching six innings? And, and look, there weren't even a whole lot of base runners when those two guys were out there. No, I think they, those guys, they, they were dominant. And I even said that in the post game. I'm like, look, everyone – Everyone wants to see the home run, and that was awesome. It was, you know, it's a great experience for anyone there seeing it, the celebration. Just everything about it was awesome. But without Tress and Vermillion, we don't get to that point. And I mean, they were they were awesome out of the pen, and that's something we're going to need. When we get an SEC play, we've got to have guys step up at the back end of that bullpen, and those guys showed yesterday the kind of stuff they got. And, you know, not even that, just we made some great plays, too, on defense. Yesterday was a perfect example of Razorback baseball. I mean, if you look in the fifth inning, there was a sliding catch by Heston out in right field on a on a hard hit line drive that was top spun. Um, Cole Austin made a great play on a ball down the line, knocked it down, pitched it to the pitcher for a three one put out. That ball gets by him; it's down in the corner. Um, 
you know, in the in the eighth inning, Casey Martin made a great play, or in the ninth inning on a on a slow roller, came in and fielded it, made a great play. I mean, you know, anyone gets on in the ninth inning, things can change. So Robert Moore made a great play in the eighth on a ball up the middle. I mean, there were a lot of really good defensive plays that kind of, I don't know, the whole game was just a really well played game, and it's good to see the team come together from both sides of the ball and 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 do well, and uh, it was a big win for them. Especially after what happened Friday night, you know, because I, I think everyone thought the sky was falling after Friday night. But to see the way the team responded says a lot about this team, about their kind of their character and just their toughness. And, it, boy, it was good to see. Bubba Carpenter joining us, brought to you by Johnson's Home Center in Benton. And I'm glad you brought up Friday night. I hate to talk about anything negative because it finished on such a high note. But, you know, Wicklander, I mean, another concerning outing. And then, obviously, didn't have Connor Nolan available, which is not as concerning. It sounds like that's pretty minor, and they could have – forced him into action if it was a conference series or they really needed him to pitch. But uh, what are you seeing from Wicklander? Anything that's concerning long-term? What's what's not working for him that he needs to get turned around? I'm not worried long-term yet. But, you know, he's a four-pitch guy. Fastball, he's got a slider, a curveball, and a change. And, you know, he he's, he'll run it up there 90-92. You know, he might hit him 93, but he needs his change-up. He's got to have a secondary pitch that he can get over the plate. And, his changeup has been really bad. He can't locate it. Uh, his curveball's been flat. He really didn't throw any sliders Friday night, and then he couldn't locate his fastball. So that's a that's a bad recipe when you're a left-handed pitcher. So, but he's got the stuff. He showed signs. He actually threw a couple really good changeups in, like the, I guess it was like in the fourth inning, and we talked about it on the air. And I said, hey, it looks like he's getting it back right now because you can tell with Wick when that changeup starts to have a little bit of bite down and away to the righty. He, he's getting it. He's getting it back. He's getting out front. He's finishing his pitches, but boy, it only lasted for a couple of pitches, and then it, you know he lost it again. And but I, I think Hobbs is really good. Um, they're going to probably look at mechanics this week and see if it's something mechanical or if it's maybe more mental. But um, I think he's going to be all right. And boy, he's a big part. If we don't have Wicklander in that that weekend starting role, that that puts a big strain on that pitching staff. You think Connor's back Friday for Mississippi State? Yeah, I think so. You know, I was a little worried Friday because, you know, I talked to Connor in the clubhouse and, you know, and, and you know, when I talk to the players in the club, there's certain things that we talk about that, that I don't repeat. So then I went and talked to Coach Hobbs and I wanted to kind of snoop around a little bit and just find out if we were getting the real the real story. And, um, you know, and those guys know what they can tell me and what they can't. But, um, you know, Hobbs is like, look, he could have thrown tonight. You know, if this was uh, if this was super regional or regional, he'd be out there on the mound. But there's no need; uh, he'll be fine by by next Friday, and he'll be ready to go. So it was a it was more of a mild strain. So hopefully, we'll see him back on the bump, 100 uh, percent Friday night. Caleb Bolden on uh, Sunday is he has he solidified that shot that slot? I don't know. You know, I listened to the post game with with Van Horn yesterday, and he wouldn't commit to it. Hmm. But I think he earned that spot. Hey, Caleb is, I tell you, he's a guy coming off of Tommy John. And uh, for you, I don't know how much y'all know about Tommy John. That's, that's 12, 13 months of really hard rehab. And you talk about really testing a kid mentally, it'll do it. And Caleb's, Caleb's been through that. So his mental toughness, boy, he came out and pitched awesome this weekend after a five-game losing streak. I actually talked to him Friday night after the game, and you know what? He's like, but he, I want the ball. He said, I can't wait till tomorrow. He said, I feel like I've got a good plan to attack these guys. And he went out and did it. And he's, 
you know, he could, first of all, he throws strikes. And if, you know, for people that know pitching mechanics, his pitching mechanics are awesome. I mean, they are dead on. If you want to teach your kid the right way to throw, and there's not one way to do it, but a guy that can just simple mechanics, repeat his delivery over and over, and that's why he can throw three or four pitches for strikes. And I tell you what, I think he earned that spot, and, you know, hopefully we'll see him in that Sunday role, and, you know, who knows, they may bump him up to Saturday, but he really has looked good, and he's around 90 miles an hour right now, and that is going to keep going up. I, I see him by hopefully later in the year, 92, 93. What was the drinking game with you this weekend? I saw a guy tweet. Velo was a mention. Every, every time he mentions Velo, you got to have a drink. What else? I, 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 someone, I can't remember what it was. Every time Velo, exit Velo, uh, um, I can't remember what he said. I'll go back and check the tweet. We're, we're, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a drink, and so <laughs> I just, I try, I don't usually don't re- respond to stuff, but I thought it was kind of funny, so I just funny. said drink up. And yeah. then I guess I got a lot of, <laughs> yeah, but- of responses. We'll get the uh, so, we'll get the Bubba Carpenter dictionary working for people so they know what uh, <laughs> what all that is, and then uh, hey, you can uh, maybe get a little buzz before the game's over. It's all right. Um, this is this is dumb broadcaster question, but I'm gonna say it like this: How good has Christian Franklin been so far? Oh man, he's been awesome, and you know, he just has what I call pure at bat. He goes up there, he doesn't chase a lot of pitches out of the zone. It's kind of one of those things: if the team needs a base runner, he finds a way to get on base. If they need an extra base hit. He looks for a pitch that he can drive. Uh, if they're pitching him away, he drives it to right field. If they're if they're pitching him in, he hammers it to left. I mean, he's just a complete hitter right now, and he looks so calm and controlled. And people keep they, they get tired of me probably. I tell Phil all the time, look, you get tired of hearing this, but how a kid takes a pitch says a lot to me. If you take a pitch confidently, you're ready to hit. You know, a kid that's taking a pitch all out on his front foot and check swinging every time, they're not seeing the ball well. But Christian doesn't do that. He's just so calm and under control at the plate. I'll tell you what, he hammered a ball into the wind that he got a single on on Saturday. And uh, any other day, that's way out of the ballpark. But he, he just he's just a, a kind of a professional hitter right now. Mm. His approach at the plate great. Now we're 500 on, on, uh, on base percentage, which is outstanding. On Saturday. Yeah, I like him at the Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Bubba. I was going to say, I like him at the top of the lineup, you know. I don't know if Van Horn will keep him there. I think it's interesting that, that Dave put him in that spot, but I think a lot of it is he's just getting on base so much because he's a guy that could hit, you know, four or five in a, in a run situation, driving run. So he's real valuable to the team, but I really like him in that leadoff role. On Saturday, Will McIntyre out of Bryant came into the game, and uh, I think he struck out the side on what was it on ten pitches. Then he came back for a second inning and and, and just shut him down again. What what can you tell us about Will McIntyre? Hey, he looked awesome. <laughs> you know, I'd I'd heard his name, and you know, just from being around Arkansas baseball, you know, I've heard his name during the summer, and and uh, I'm, when I when he came out there, I'm like, finally, I'm gonna get to see this guy pitch. And guys, he was impressive. You know, he was he was probably 86, 87 velocity wise, but his his fastball has some good run on it, a good breaking ball, a changeup that the bottom just falls out of. But more importantly, he threw strikes. I mean, he did not look like a freshman out there on the mound. His first appearance as a Razorback. I mean, he looked so poised. His mound presence was awesome. And you know, I tell you what, I think he's earned a start, and I think he's going to get a start on Tuesday night against Grand Canyon, and that's that's good to see. And man, I, I pull. You know, I'm a Razorback fan, but I'm an Arkansas guy. I pull for these Arkansas kids. I love to see a kid, you know, Bryant, you hear a lot about their program. 
you know, it's good to see him step up and, and, and win an opportunity to go out there and get a start. You know, Coach, uh, I remember him saying something about Will that in the fall that it's not like his stuff is, is just leaves you, you know, with your jaw dropping, but he just gets everybody out. And he said they couldn't hit him. And he's like, I think we got a pretty good offense, and we could never hit him. I think that's the best compliment you could give a guy. No, I think so. And it's it's a different look. You know, we've got all these guys, you know, we've got all these freshmen throwing 95, 96 miles an hour. They're, they're riding the top of the zone. You know, you can look at, at, at McIntyre. He's almost like a, you know, I don't, a Maddox, I guess. You know, he's, he's cutting the ball, sinking the ball, changing speed. And he's just pitching. He's pitching at 85, 87 miles an hour. And I think, for me, it's awesome to see that. As a, as a ex-hitter, I would rather see 95 four-seam fastball than 87 with a sink or a cut and, you know, like a three-pitch mix that you can throw over the plate. I mean, that's, those are the guys that it's kind of a frustrating 0 for 4. You get done with the game, you're scratching your head like, wow, that guy got me out four times, <laughs> you know. And so – but that's, I love to see that because that just goes so you don't have to throw 95 to get to get out. So I'm looking forward to seeing him Tuesday, how he does in that starting role. I think he's going to do great. Bubba, off of uh Razorback topic, but on baseball, I don't know if you saw the video of the guy that took the fastball off his chin at 95 miles an hour. What was the worst hit-by-pitch situation you ever got in your career? Okay, well, this is going to be really pathetic, guys. <laughs> I took one off the, the – pinky toe of my back foot and which is crazy it was like a back leg slider oh boy uh, back foot slider and my my left leg went numb and (laughs) and i couldn't i couldn't move and so i'm like trying to hobble down the first baseline and my dug it was a breaking ball and everyone's giving me so much crap about it. And I'm like, God, I can't move my leg. I was just, I was literally dragging my leg down the line. Mm. And it was horrible. And it was embarrassing. And I don't know what happened. I don't know if it hit a nerve or something, but I couldn't. My whole left leg went numb. And to this day, I'll see a player I haven't seen in 15 years, and he'll still remember that. <laughs> Give me a hard time about it. It's like the time. So, uh, I know that's not, yeah. not real glamorous, no. but that, that was it. I think uh, Todd Day got taken out with an elbow injury on a stretcher one time. So, you know, that stuff happens. It's <laughs> not the worst thing I ever heard. Yeah. Uh, After bouncing back, winning Saturday and Sunday, you feel good? Are they back? They're ready to roll now? You know, we were never not there. Uh, it was just weird. It was kind of a weird set of events that kind of led to us losing five in a row. Um, and I'll go back to the fact that we did not play Razorback baseball, whether – one game it was the hitters not getting clutch hitters. Next time it was the, the pitchers not executing, not getting, uh, you know, not making fundamental plays on defense. You know, I say all the time, the great players make the routine plays. And when you watch Razorback baseball, we make the routine play. We don't make mental errors. And we made several of those in that five-game losing streak. And so um, I think I think we're going in the right direction, guys. I think, you know, we're not – this isn't the first team to lose four or five in a row and still end up in a, in a regional or super regional. I think the talent's there. I'm, I'm worried about Wicklander. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but I tell you what, I have so much faith in, in Matt Hobbs as a pitching coach. Um, and then Wicklander's a tough kid. Look, he's California. He, he doesn't seem to be a kid that gets phased. He doesn't get out there on the mound and kind of pee down his legs. Um, I mean, 
mean, he's pretty uh, – sorry, guys. I don't know if I can say that or not. You can say but, whatever uh, you want. You know what I'm saying. He, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's calm. And he's, pretty, he's pretty composed out there on the mound. So, I don't see him getting rattled. So, I think he's going to come back around. But I think if I had one concern, it would be, it would be that. But I think we're I think we'll be in good shape. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you've listened to this show very often, Bubba, but you can pretty much get away with it. Fletcher, there's an old saying, to the victors belong the spoils. There's another old saying, Senator. Don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining. Yeah. It's a midday, Bubba. We can kill people in this time slot. Nobody even cares. We can do anything we want. The FCC doesn't even count. They don't pay any attention to what we do here. You say anything you want. This isn't working with Phil on that fancy Learfield broadcast, buddy. We are rebels. We are outlaws. We do whatever the hell we want here. I need to be on y'all station, man. I tell well, if you came I down, we'd have to go to XM, but... I tell you, I, um, I, I, get, I get caught because, for me, a, a fastball down the middle, I get all excited. I'm like, look, that's a – I can't see that. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's this high. There's so many ways to describe a fastball down the middle mm. that I don't think I'm supposed to say on the air. You can it's say – hard for me. Yeah, slightly aroused. I mean, there's a lot of ways to say it. I mean, yes. <laughs> I've used that before. Um, I've used and that you know, phrase in conjunction with with tall guys, like big big post players who hit free throws. <laughs> I get aroused when I watch big guys get fouled a lot making free throws. I'm like, that is really good stuff, baby. Borderline erotic is okay. Yeah, obviously, especially for the Razorbacks. Probably shouldn't use it though because it didn't work out well for the last guy. <laughs> no, probably not. Well, you know, like yesterday or day before on Saturday, right fielder came up and got a ball, and my dad used to use the term. You know, um, he would say he would say half ass. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I guess I can say that because it's a verb. But I almost said it on the air, and I know I'm not supposed to say that. So I said, I said, man, he really has, has it. And I just went totally black. Couldn't and and Mike Grace bailed me out. He goes, yeah, he kind of nonchalanted that, didn't he? You know, and he had like <laughs> five ways of describing it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, my whole life, it's entrenched <laughs> in my brain. That's the only way to describe the way he fielded that ball. Mm-hmm. And so. Anyway, I kind of got stuck there, but mm-hmm. anyway, half butted. I mean, it's not as doesn't have this <laughs> no. nice ring to it at all. So, yeah, half butted. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't. It doesn't. Doesn't no. have the same. Just doesn't have the same bite. No. It doesn't describe the play as I saw it. No. So, yep. anyway, well, you, hey. got, you got to be but family what, friendly. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm coming around though. I'm getting better at it. That's I, good. Problem is, I get so caught up in the game that when I see something, I want to describe it like I. Saw it, and, <laughs> and, but, yeah. but we're getting there. But but I do like the Al Josie Wells clip. That's yeah, one of my favorite all-time good. movies. You got to have so, the uh, the grandma switch is critical, though. Yeah, there's things you want to say, but you got to go. Okay, I'm telling grandma how this is, so I got to say it in grandma way. And I've been very fortunate. My knock on wood, my grandma switch has been solid for me through my career. I've been very lucky. It's always good to go to go to church on Sunday and see a lot of people at church that listen to the show, and that's a great reminder for me to try to keep myself in line and keep you in line. Yeah. Well, good luck even me. You know what? That hey, that's a great point, fellas. And my wife goes to church. She talks to, you know, she she went to church Sunday morning, and and I don't know how many people told her how excited they were to listen to the game that day. And so, yeah, yeah, you're right. We keep it. We keep it clean. But you know, at the same time, it's fun talking about baseball. It's fun, fun talking about Razorback baseball. It is. It you is. know, I I could talk about it all day. I love it. That's why this show it's okay to do whatever because if you let your kids listen to this show then you should probably have DHS called on you. You're supposed to be in school. Yeah, that, that too. <laughs> that, and you need your head examined. you got problems. So, anyway. 
All right, yeah. If well, you next time I really need to vent, I'll call you guys. Buddy, all right? that's what we're here for, Bubba. It's all good, buddy. All right, we'll talk next Monday. Have a good week. Sounds good. Go right. on. Hey, Bubba. Yes. Don't half-ass it this week. <laughs> Literally. Uh, all right. Hey, I'll bring my A game, all right? I love it. You always do. Thanks, man. All right. See you guys. Welcome back to the zone. We forgot to do the red-white update, and it uh, wasn't a lot of positive, but baseball did win two out of three. I thought it was positive. Yeah, women, the Arkansas women made win. it to the semifinals, lost to the number one team in the country. Yeah, South I mean, Carolina is going to win the no national. No surprise there. Okay, fine. I got breaking news real quick, and then we'll delve into it. Sources tell 1037 The Buzz and The Zone that Central Arkansas has settled on their next head coach, and they are going to promote their interim to the permanent position. Anthony Boone will be taking over the program, and I want to wish Coach Boone well. Wish him lots of luck. I'm excited to see his tenure officially begin without the interim tag. So... Happy for him and the rest of the staff. I'm happy for the players. They've got a great roster coming back. Disappointing finish of the season this year. They know this is a team that has the capability of winning that conference next year. There's no doubt in my mind. You know this team really well. Yes. How do you think the players are reacting to this news? I think if they weren't going to react in a positive way, the move would certainly not have been made so quickly as it was. So I think they're probably on board. I haven't talked to any of the guys yet, but that's cool. I'm excited. Uh, All right, let's do this real quick, and then we'll take a couple calls. If you want in, 433-1037. Red-white update looks like this, basically. Hogs lost over the weekend. Not a big shock, but for the first time, they're playing in the opening round games at Bridgestone Arena. So the Hogs will play Vanderbilt in the 11-14 matchup. It'll be about, what do you think, uh, 9 o'clock? 45 is what I was going to guess. 8.45, 8.45, you're going to say? Starts at 6. Yeah. And then you have, say it's an, uh, two hours and 15 minutes. 8.15 will be done. Clear the gym. Or, or not clear the gym, but give them 30 minutes yes. warm-up. So 8.45-ish. You're probably right. Okay. Yeah, 25 minutes after the first game's over, so that makes sense. I like it. Okay. Well, Our zone question of the day, dealing with the SEC tournament. Your uh, question's doing well. What's more likely to happen? Arkansas loses to Vanderbilt in the first round or Arkansas advances to the semifinals? Close to 200 votes, and 56% say the most likely thing to happen is Arkansas advances to the semifinals. Like the matchup against South Carolina, apparently, better than I do. Uh, Yeah, I think so. And, and uh, I I thought Auburn was waiting for Arkansas. It's LSU, actually, in the, uh, that's, oh, that's waiting right. there on then Friday. Auburn, yeah. more than likely. More than likely. Because they would play... Like Missouri and somebody else, A and M maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. I didn't. Mean, I'm not. I mean, well, I got the bracket that. right in front of me. What an idiot! Why don't you look at the bracket, idiot? Missouri and A and M play the winner. Of that plays Auburn. I got it memorized. Yeah, Arkansas gets South, so they could beat Vandy, then South Carolina, LSU, then play Auburn and lose. Yeah, or win. So that'd be the semifinals. That yeah. would be making it to the semifinals if they play Auburn. Yeah, you'll be playing your fourth game. Auburn will be playing their second. That's a big disadvantage, mm. especially with a short bench. Um, this would be masterful though if they got to that point. Razorback Baseball, Bubba just talked about it. 6 o'clock airtime, 6.30 first pitch Tuesday, barring anything weird. And then on Wednesday, we have Arkansas and Grand Canyon starting at 3 o'clock with a 2.30 pregame. And the Hog basketball team will start later that night. So get a lot of Hogs on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then if the Hogs win, it'll interrupt some of our programming on Thursday, but we'll see. Tuesday looks great weather-wise in Fayetteville, high of 67. Wednesday, chance of thunderstorms. I have 71. I'm just saying they probably need to move that game up earlier in the day. Couldn't agree more. To make sure they get that game no in. No brainer. Absolutely, Wes. You're so right. Yeah. 
Uh, there is some concern about the weather this weekend in general. It's going to be cool and rainy, and I don't like that. But uh, you've got a huge weekend going on in central Arkansas. you got the um, St. Patrick's Day Parade that will be happening at Dugan's Pub and across downtown Little Rock into North Little Rock. You've got uh, – I don't know which way it's going. I guess it ends at, at Dugan's Pub in Little Rock, starts in North Little Rock. You've got Rebel Stakes Saturday at Oakland, a huge racing weekend. You've got a couple of other huge stakes races down there. So it's a big – weekend to be outside and having fun in central arkansas i hope the weather cooperates better than the forecast looks like it will but what are you gonna do the good thing is it's still five days away so i just gotta give me a green poncho baby green poncho i'll be inside so that's okay i'm down at the yeah hot springs all weekend thursday friday saturday doing basketball games seems like it rains every year at the high school basketball championship remember one year it snowed i remember driving home and it was snowing yes and some big old fat flakes so it's possible it can still snow in March. By the way, the championship game for the SEC tournament, if you're one of the optimistic few, would be at noon central time on Sunday. Arkansas will play in the same time slot each and every day if they keep winning until that final. <laughs> 38, 45-ish. Well, actually, the semifinals are earlier, too. They're about 3 o'clock, oh, okay. so 2.33. Yeah, so. I guess I don't have to worry about running highlights Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday if they happen to win. Why not? Because it's during your broadcast. Yeah, and you can't run highlights till the game's over. Oh, that's really not fair. Hey, Logan. Slow down. What's up, buddy? Hey, Logan. Hey, Wes, how's it going? Man, I'm fantastic. Mm. Man, I just wanted to apologize to you for cussing last week after the Georgia game, man. You know what, Logan? Honestly. We were all feeling your pain, and we understood. Uh, it's uh, It was disappointing after their show against Georgia, so no need to apologize. No, apologize. Well, that's all I was wanting to do. And also make a statement about the baseball team. I think we're in real trouble with our with our pitching, man. I don't I think we're gonna win a lot of games. I think we're gonna go to the NCAA tournament, but I think we're gonna lose a lot of games too because we're not gonna be able to outscore everybody. So I'd like to get your take on that. Yeah, starting pitching scares up. me. Thanks, Logan. Logan, I'll be honest with you. I don't think there's an ace on this staff. I think Connor's really good, but Man, I, I looked around Friday night at some of the scores and the, the SEC pitchers. Uh, Lacey at A&M was having a great game. The uh, What's the booger eater at Ole Miss? Nikhazy. Oh, wow. He, he had another great game. He eat one booger and you're a booger eater? Yeah. Uh, he's missing he's Twitter, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's all over Twitter every time he does something. that they got to show him eating the booger. Uh, there are some great Friday night starters in the SEC, and if you go to Vanderbilt and they have a great Saturday starter too, that it does. It, it concerns me. Arkansas starting pitching scares me. I, I like what I'm seeing out of the bullpen, though. Uh, and coaches, Saturday, uh, no, I guess it was Friday, Cops came in and had another bad outing, and Ben Horn basically said he's moved on. Uh, Cops is going to have to show him something in the bullpen or in a midweek game because they, they can't trust him during the weekends anymore during SEC play. And you saw yesterday, Zebulon came out, Trust came out, both pitched three innings, and, man, I like those guys. The bullpen, I think, is really good. Arkansas's got a bunch of guys that they can bring out that's throwing 95, bringing some heat. I, I, they just got to find some starters. But I, you you can be concerned. There's no no doubt until they find some starting pitching that consistently give them five or six innings and keep them in the game and let the bullpen take over, you're going to have some issues. Scott says Bubba Grandpa stories are the best on Keith Lee Service Company Live Fan Feedback. <laughs> Dude, I absolutely love having love having my guy, and he's great. Bubba's such a great addition. Kev's Butt says, are you doing game balls or golf balls? It's like a dozen plus the bonus sleeve. 
game balls and jock straps. Well, there were a lot of performances that were notable over the weekend, I thought. Yeah. Uh, Mike says, Justin forgot to mention, we went to Brewskies yesterday to catch the XFL Met Brewskies. Bears Den owners who were featured on Gordon Ramsay's show, 24 Hours to Hell and Back. Very cool guys. Yes. Brad had a birthday last week, I think, as well. So, yeah, Brewski's a good spot. Wes and I like to go over there. And I hung out with Wes there on Saturday yeah. for the postgame show, final postgame show of the year. It's fun. Disappointing way to end the postgame. Um, had a ton of calls Saturday. I think people were wanting to discuss the season as a whole and how it finished and, you know, how – you know, some people thought it it surpassed their expectations. Some thought, you know what, they didn't have any expectations, and it was fun to watch. And then there were a couple that were disappointed because they got their hopes up and felt like that Arkansas didn't finish the way they should have with Isaiah Joe returning, losing two out of five. Women's Hoops coach says Wes is 1% chance. Justin, Wes may have been wrong about Louisiana Monroe, but he was 100% correct about the Conway boys in the state basketball tournament. So a game ball to the man, the myth, the legendary Wes Moore. Yeah, I just Did you call it? Out. Well, last week we were talking about how great the six a central was and i said just because conway was a lower seed don't sleep on the wampus cats because the the sixth seed in the central could end up winning it all and here they are they're, they've got a chance to win it all at 6a central man you had north little rock north side central conway bryant uh it, it oh and cabot you know it was like i said they only lost one game in the state tournament to the 6a west and that was fayetteville and Bryant and Bryant was beat up, and injuries really took a toll in that game. Political season continues, Wes, in the essence of fair play and equal time. Alexis says, have you guys reached out to the Conway coach to get him on or in the studio? Wouldn't that be fair air play, Wes? No, oh, we don't like Conway around here. So No, no yeah, well, I'll try to get him on tomorrow. We need to get uh, Coach uh, uh, Joyner on from Jacksonville. They're playing West Memphis for the 6A title. And that's a, he's a he's 5A? a great story. Yeah, five A. Sorry, I know, I mean, new, I'm new going football. I'm, I'm going you. football on you. I, I don't know why they the did five A title. I don't like that anyway. Um, Brainiac Maniac. Mills Mills is playing for the four A title against Magnolia. Sure, let's get Magnolia's coach on. I want to know what it's like coaching Darian Ford. Brainiac Maniac. Why does Dave Van Horn start Zebulon Vermillion? He's far better than Wicklander, and the bullpen would pitch much better if they didn't always have to come into the game in pressure situations. I don't know what kind of arm strength he is. And I meant to ask Bubba because I kept thinking, well, this is the last inning for Zeb. What are you going to do in the eighth? Well, he came back out in the eighth, and then I'm like, well, what are you going to do in the ninth? Well, he came back out in the ninth. So I don't know how much longer he could have gone hmm. if Zeb is a is a four or five inning guy or if that was it yesterday. Was that three innings pretty much the max for a Vermillion? Uh, I don't know. I, but it's a, it's a good thought. And if they get to that point, they may have to take some of these guys in the bullpen that keep coming out and doing some impressive things and try them as a starter. Who was the team that did the uh, short-term starter? Pitch them a couple innings, try to get them off to a good start? The Rays? Yeah. Yeah. Have to go that route. And then last, Jimmy John says, who won the bet from last Friday because Mason Jones had the offensive push-off foul? Not me. So back to even. I lost my 18 beers or whatever. So back to nothing. I'm glad David got his beer back. So there you go. Thanks a lot, Mason. So you're saying there's some uh, uh, some of our listeners were uh, paying attention to the game when Mason pushed off and let you know about it Saturday? I, I had a number of people, <laughs> including David. <laughs> we're watching the game at Broski's, and when that push-off happened, RJ looked at me and he was like, didn't Akri have a bet about that or something? I'm like, yep, he just lost his bet. Oh, Mason Jones giveth. Mason Jones taketh away. Thanks a lot, Mason. Tomorrow's a big day for me. I'm heading up to uh, the Men's Health Clinic, Arkansas Urology's newest facility. Yeah, it's over across from Sam's next to Larry's Pizza and that shopping center. It is your one-stop shop, uh, and they're going to uh, 
They're going to check me out tomorrow, and I'll be able to tell you what it was like. Navy Mike's already gone. I'm encouraging you guys. Go to ArkansasUrology.com. You can call 246-3423, 246-3423, but ArkansasUrology.com is pretty easy. They're, and they take care of all men's health issues. I mean, we're talking prostate problems, kidney cancer, testicular cancer, bladder cancer. Preventative measures can save your life. And let's be honest, guys, we often ignore symptoms when we're sick or in pain. But Arkansas Urology Men's Health Clinic is helping men live better by providing this free checkup. Be proactive. Schedule your screening. Visit ArkansasUrology.com. So, you know, my kidneys feel a lot better in this position. Maybe it's just that I'm not doing any calisthenics. You know, if I did some sit-ups in the morning or bent over like this, I'd probably feel 100% better. Moon River. Whew. Thank you, Doc. You ever serve time? I'll be you tomorrow, buddy. Can't wait. I want you to call me during the examination. Heading down to Oaklawn this week. Rebel Stakes weekend is one of the biggest of the year. And uh, rain or shine, we're going to be down there hanging out this week. We'll be there on Friday. And then we're going to be there the next Thursday after that, one week from this Thursday, to kick off the NCAA tournament. Cannot wait. Even if Arkansas is not in it, which we assume they won't be, there will be lots of wagering options at Oaklawn. And you've always got a lot of fun with the Oaklawn Anywhere app if you can't make it down on the horse racing side. I used mine this weekend, made a few bucks. It's a lot of fun. Join Oaklawn Anywhere to play the races. It's free to join, and there's a $150 bonus in it for you. Use the code BUZZ20, B-U-Z-Z-2-0, and get yourself signed up if you haven't already. And there is an app in the Apple App Store. And it's so easy. It's so easy to look through the different races. You can get past performances. You can get pick predictions from Vic and our girl Nancy, Jeff Taylor, and you can earn points for cashback for every dollar you wager and participate in fun, exciting promotions. There are so many reasons to get an Oakland Anywhere account set up. I don't know why you haven't done it already. It's a million-dollar race this weekend with the Rebel Stakes. you got the other big stakes races, the Azari, the Essex Handicap. Tons of fun this weekend. Cannot wait. First post on Saturday is at 1230. We have a full day of racing, so we got a special early start. One of my buddies, Lang Whitman, the Railbird. You may see his picks from time to time down at Oakland. He gave me some picks Saturday morning, yep. hit the first three exactos Woo! of the day. That's up $120 after three races. Man, that was great. pretty nice. Yeah, thanks for sharing those. Yeah. Game ball to the Railbird. Yep. Hey, how about the uh, Ken Pomeroy? You ever see Ken Pomeroy? He does a lot of stats. Absolutely. Okay, so he's got his probabilities out to win every postseason tournament. Hmm. His probability to win the SEC tournament? Okay. Kentucky's? Got the best odds. Shocker. Yeah. Auburn's got the second best odds. Also not surprising. The, the third best probability to win the SEC tournament is LSU. Mm-hmm. They're the three seed, so it makes sense. Uh, the fifth or the fourth best probability is actually a little curveball. It's Florida, who is the five seed. Okay. And Mississippi State is the four seed, but they're the fifth, fifth best probability. The sixth best probability to win the SEC tournament is the Arkansas Razorbacks. Number what? Six. After... Kentucky, Auburn, LSU, Florida, Mississippi State, the six best odds to win the SEC, according to Ken Pomeroy and his probabilities, the Arkansas Razorbacks is the 11th seed. It's, it's very strange looking at all these percentages, and then you see sticking out like a sore thumb the number 11 seed with the six best odds of winning it all. Well, there's nobody real scary in front of Arkansas. I think it's a much easier path than potentially being, let's say you're a 12-13 You'd have to play Florida in the second round versus South Carolina. That's a huge gap mm-hmm. to me. 
then Mississippi State versus LSU, which is virtually a wash, I think, from a matchup standpoint. And Arkansas split with both teams, right? Yeah, well, they lost. Yeah, they split with LSU and lost to Auburn, a close game. No, 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 no. I'm saying they split with LSU and they split with Mississippi State, so that would have been a wash. No, Mississippi State swept them. Did they? Mm -hmm. Okay. Remember, they, Mississippi State had the tip in at the buzzer. That's right. Yeah. So more to my point then, exactly, is that that's a much tougher draw for Georgia and Ole Miss than Arkansas's draw. So Arkansas got a better draw than they would have on the other side. No question. When you look at Arkansas's draw, I don't think you could have drawn up a more favorable situation for them to consider. They've already beaten – they blew out LSU the last time. They had a chance to beat them in Baton Rouge. Auburn, you, you know, you, you were there. Without Isaiah Absolutely. Joe, had a chance to win that game. Uh, but first things first, they got to you know Vanderbilt scares me. And I'm done. This team's South Carolina. It. It's just too much of a stretch in my imagination. What does Ken Palm say about the Little Rock Trojans, Wes? That's what I really. I did not see a Sun Belt, but I'll uh, I'll during this uh, break, this extended break, I'll uh, go through because he he has a, almost every conference, so I'm sure he did the Sun Belt. What about yeah? See if you can find the Southern too. I'm curious if he's got Steve Forbes' bunch from East Tennessee State winning tonight. Got a heck of a year going. Keith Lee Service coming live and feedback. Mark says, I came by on Friday with your six waters, Wes, but you were too busy to come down and see me. I'll call and set up a meeting next time, but don't worry. You'll get your bet winnings. If you do want to do a double or nothing, I would be willing to do a Mason Jones on committing an offensive foul in his next game if you like. Yeah, I'll do it. Sure, double or nothing. 12 waters. <clears throat> it's the SEC tournament. They're going to let them get away with more, right? Sure. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. You know, the 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 officiating and one of our first callers mentioned it and it was frustrating. Arkansas got all the calls, you know, in their home game against LSU. It was obvious, you know. We talked about it. You got some home cooking, but the home cooking that A and M got this past weekend, it was frustrating. The foul difference, A and M was called on fifteen fouls. Arkansas was called for twenty nine. Whoa! Free throws. A and M shot thirty one free throws. Arkansas shot fifteen. Whoa! It, it was a complete opposite. And look, it's to be expected. It's just frustrating because. Why can't you just call it normal? You know, why do you have to give the home team home cooking? Why do you have to give them such a dramatic advantage? I would rather see Arkansas not get any home cooking at home and then not get any, you know, called against them on the road. Just call it even. Just call it fair. Yeah. I w that's all I would like to see. Was it unfair? I just gave you the numbers. That yeah. sounds unfair to me. Was the, okay, so the LSU Watching game the was game, for oh, sure unfair yeah, then? Yeah, I mean, look – I think even a homer of an Arkansas fan realizes they got a lot of good calls against LSU. Yeah, I mean, Mason you Jones. Said it. Mason Jones kicks his leg out. I mean, that should have been a foul on Mason Jones. You can't kick your leg out anymore. He kicked it out sideways, and he got the call. Went to the line, four point play. There were several, you know, very beneficial calls for Arkansas against LSU, and there were a lot of beneficial calls for A and M. No doubt. Just keep it down the middle. Be nice. Be nice. Got the Entertainment Report brought to you by Bell & Sward coming up. And birthday trivia presented by Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton. And we do have a $25 gift card for the lucky winner. And all you got to do is sit there and look cute. Stay tuned.